You're listening to Stephanie and Fox, where we aim to educate, enlighten, and evolve your intimacy. You can find us at EvolveYourIntimacy.com to learn more about counseling, self-study courses, intimacy, sex education, and the retreats that we provide. This show contains discussions about relationships, intimacy, and sex, and is meant for those that are 18 years and older. Now sit back, relax, listen up, and get ready to evolve your intimacy. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in tonight. I have a very special guest with us, but first let me ask you, are there specific benefits to using organic intimate body products over other products? I don't know, chemical-based? I mean, I would assume, but we're going to find out from an expert. And how do you know what's best for your body? Oh, my favorite question is, are there benefits to using THC or CBD infused lubricants? I just have so many questions. Our guest today prides herself in being an erotic educator, a sexual goddess, and she is the founder of Organic Lovin'. She has written articles, and they've been in Bustle, they've been in Cosmopolitan, Glamour, Men's Health, Oprah, Shape, Men's, or excuse me, Women's Health, and so many more. So our guest is Taylor Sparks, and like I said, she is an erotic educator and sexual, or sex goddess, excuse me, I'm sure sexual goddess as well. She is certified in both holistic aromatherapy and human behavior with more than a decade of experience in natural skincare, care, uh, cosmetics industry, and more than 15 years in the retail merchandising industry, Taylor launched Organic Lovin', which focuses on improving sexual health and enhancing sex lives. Organic Lovin' is based around organic organic. Do you like that? I just threw some extra letters in there. Organic intimate body products body-safe sex toys, sex-positive books, and erotic educational seminars that she hosts worldwide. I am so excited to learn so much from Miss Taylor after this quick commercial break. Hang on, dude. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you ready to take your intimacy to the next level? Head over to EvolveYourIntimacy.com to learn more about intimacy, relationships, and sex counseling. And gentlemen, do you need a little bit more? Head over to our website to learn tips on how to communicate with that special someone and ignite that flame. If you enjoy our content and guests and would like to help us grow, go to our website, EvolveYourIntimacy.com to follow, like, subscribe, and comment on all of our social media accounts. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, we are back, and this is the Evolve Your Intimacy podcast. I am Stephanie from Evolve Your Intimacy, talking with Taylor Sparks, the erotic educator, sex goddess, and organic love and founder about all things sex. Taylor, how are you? Hey, Stephanie. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I do have one question. Are there any words I cannot say? No, you can say anything. Mm -mm. Anything you want to say. (laughs) This is that kind of show. This is that. This is my kind of show. (laughs) Yes, it is that kind of show. So tell us a little bit about you and who you are. And I just, gosh, I'm so excited to just dive right in and pick your brain. Um, well, you, you, I think you told her most everything. Um, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm an erotic educator and sex goddess and, um, you know, certified in human behavior and um, a holistic aromatherapy. I have been, um, I developed, um, well, pr- prior to having organic love and I did the corporate training for like 15 years and um, 
I actually, before this company, for several years, had an organic skincare for athletes company where I had developed uh, head to toe, 16 head to toe uh, products, organic for elite endurance athletes. So we sponsored marathoners, triathletes, we sponsored races, and we also sponsored um, five different Olympians. And, um, and so we did that for a while. And um, I, you know, I ran my first marathon at the age of 40. And I've since run uh, two full marathons, eight half marathons, a sprint triathlon and a half Ironman. Wow. Which we, we won't do that shit again. because <laughs> it, it was harder and longer than both my labors combined. I'm telling you, my labors were shorter than that half Ironman. Oh, wow. But it, it was a way to attract the elite level athletes. So I did it. So I'm going to finish this medal in the picture. I did it. Yay. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> but that, you know, I learned a lot um, about skin, skin care. And um, my husband and I had started traveling at like to hedonism and to desire with different groups. And then we decided to, to develop our own group and we started producing our own events. And then we met Pepe and Claudia who own Luxury Lifestyle Vacations Club. And we became affiliates of, of, of their company, started traveling around the world with them. And I noticed that a lot of the vendors uh, on the cruises and, and at the resorts and the hotel takeovers, um, a lot of the products they were selling were just shitty. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, they were chemical-based. They were not very healthy. And right around that time, Claudia and Pepe commissioned me or hired me, if you will, to develop a line of central um, organic massage oils and body washes for their brand. And so developed the products. But once we launched it, we realized we had no place to sell it because they had a travel agency Mm -hmm. and I had a skincare for athletes company. Mm -hmm. So with a little bit of love, money and support from them, I launched Organic Loving starting with their four products. Um, I no longer manufacture. I'm a reseller at this point, but I started with their four products uh, in October to be nine years. And now I have almost 1,200 products on the site, uh, representing over 250 brands, and we ship worldwide. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. And, you know, you saw a need and you filled a need. For because I was I was sitting there thinking, so how did we go from sports to sex? I mean, I see the connection, but what? How did we make that jump? So yeah, that that was the jump. I was in, you know, I was in the um, swinger community or the ethical non-monogamous community personally, mm-hmm. so I could see what people were buying. And then once I did their products and started traveling with them, I'm like, you know, y'all need to have something better. This stuff you're using all over your body in in your pretty, you know, your lady bits and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just not healthy. So I literally started searching around for organic intimate body products because, you know, in all honesty, the the organic industry has been growing for years and years and years. And it was just a matter of time before it entered the bedroom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So there is so much on the market. And with my background in, in organic chemistry, I could look at a product and go, don't, don't, don't don't put that in there. <laughs> That's gonna make you really dry, girl. That's not. Don't do that. So, um, and then because of my background in corporate training, instead of just setting up a table and standing there, mm-hmm. um, I developed seminars around the product. So my very first seminar was called "How to Make Good Pussy Better." Ooh, I like it. 
Yeah. So that attracted a lot of people. They were like, oh, show us a technique. And I'd be like, this is why you should use organic glue. Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. I absolutely agree. And so I guess that's how you got your start as an erotic mm-hmm. educator. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. tell us about the sex goddess. How did that come about? Well, you know, I, I think I've always been a sex goddess. I just didn't have a title for it. So um, a sex goddess is, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. right, is a woman who, and I will speak for myself, I should say, someone who enjoys everything that has to do with sex, even the things that they they themselves do not participate in. Like I don't do anal and I don't swallow. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I love everything that there has to do with sex. Like if you like it, I love that you love it. You know, um, as a sex goddess, I also find sex uh, extremely healing, both on the giving and, and the receiving side. So um, I just, love everything that has to be to do with sex. So, and I love talking about it, uh, <laughs> writing yeah. about it, doing Obviously. it. <laughs> I love everything about it. Yeah. So that's kind of what makes me, a, you know, a sex goddess and, and other women, you know, that makes them a sex goddess. It's just mm-hmm. enjoying every aspect, even if it's something that you yourself may not do. Exactly. Don't yuck anybody's yum. That's my favorite yes. saying. So let's talk about holistic sexuality. Can you talk to mm-hmm. us about what holistic sexuality is along with why it's significant for our intimate encounters and just our overall well-being? Well, when we think about the word holistic it, and, and with re, when it refers to our body, we're talking about our whole body, mm-hmm. right, as, as a whole, not just the one part. Um, we all know how amazing our body is, and I think sometimes that we forget but our body gives us signals and tells us what's good and what's not good. And I think sometimes we ignore those things. Um, so if we talk about holistic sexuality, it's like only using products that are organic and or eco-friendly, but that are also good for your body. Mm-hmm. So everything that's organic or everything that's natural doesn't make it perfect for you. Because, you know, poison ivory is natural, but you're not going to put it in your vagina. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And and you could you I had a, a friend of mine, um, a couple, well, two different instances. One girl was using one of the lubes she had bought for me. And she was like, you know, it's it still feels a little itchy. I'm like, well, did you you know, are you allergic to anything? She goes, I'm allergic to aloe vera. I'm like, well, the lube has aloe vera in it, honey. Yeah. So you can't use that lube if you're allergic to aloe vera and a lot of people don't realize the difference between a standard condom and we only sell vegan condoms and it's not a lettuce wrap. You, 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 it's not a lettuce wrap. You can't eat it. (laughs) I can tell people, no, don't swallow the condom. Good to know. You know, do you know the difference? I don't tell me the difference, please. Oh, okay. Okay. So the difference between a standard condom and a vegan condom is your, your vegan condoms are not tested on animals, Mm -hmm. right? Because your standard condoms are tested on horses and sheep. Um, They don't use rabbits because they're addicted to little. They come too fast. They can't seem to get the research, right? They are uh, triple washed. 
right? Because you know, you open up the condom wrapper and it smells like a yes. rubber tire. And the guys love to rip the condom off and go, here, suck that, suck that. I don't want to suck it. It feels like a rubber tire. Like, put it in your mouth. Like, no, don't make me suck it. <laughs> and then we do. And then they don't kiss us because now we taste like a rubber tire. So they're triple wash. They, um, the, the lubricant on them is natural. Um, and they don't have a milk casing on them. So a lot of times when you open up uh, a condom, it's got that powdery something. Mm-hmm. That's a milk casing. And okay. so another friend of mine has a, is sensitive to dairy. So she'd use the, use a regular condom and it'd just be itchy, burny, scratchy. And I'm like, well, it's the, it's the dairy that's being absorbed into the vagina, which is giving you that reaction. So a lot of the products, um, not only intimate body products, but even just your basic um, body lotions and face washes in this country, by law, they, they do not have to tell you all the ingredients that are in them. When you see something that says the word fragrance, mm-hmm. and I do the air quotes, fragrance, by law, they, they, do not, they do not have to tell you what the chemical makeup is of fragrance. So you could be using products and you don't know why you're having a reaction to them. And it could be some chemical that you have a sensitivity to, but who knows? How would you, how would you know? How would you know? So um, I'm educating as many people as I can about things that should not be in, in the vagina, in the anus, in the mouth, because, you know, our skin um, our skin is porous. We know it's porous be- because we sweat, mm-hmm. but we absorb up to um, 60% of what we put on our skin every day. And women more than men, because we wear makeup, mm-hmm. we put like 150 different ingredients on our skin every day. And we don't keep it all because, you know, we sweat, we pee, we poop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But there's something called uh, bioaccumulation where we keep just a smidgen, little tiny bit in, in the cells. But over the course of like your lifetime, it, it, it's, it, it, you get a buildup of different chemicals in the body. So the vagina, the anus is covered in a mucous membrane, and it absorbs 100% of what you put on it. So if you're putting chemicals in the vagina, things like glycerin, sucrose, and glucose, which are all derivatives of sugar, and you know what happens when you put sugar in something dark and warm and wet. <laughs> That's right. You stop baking bread. Yes. That <laughs> you get the beasties. Yeah, you get the yeasty beasties. So it's it's um it's it's important to uh to read the ingredients that are, you know, that you're putting on your body and in your body. That that is so true. And I'm I don't know why I got stuck on this, but triple washed. How does one triple wash a condom? Well, they, you know, before they, they dip it, dip it, dip it. She's dipping. She's doing dips. Just dip it, dip it, dip it. Yeah, yeah. Or either they just triple wash the whole piece before they cut and cut them into shape. But they triple wash the condoms. Yeah. So you don't, when you open up our condoms, because when I'm in the seminars, I make the people open up the condom, smell it, and put it in your mouth. The guy's like, what? I'm like, put the condom in your mouth. You always want us to put it in our mouths. Put it in your mouth, taste it. And you can taste the difference. They, any woman, that's ever sucked a dick after it's had a condom on it. You yeah. know, it's just horrid. Yeah. And so it's you're saying horrid. the taste is not there with organic mm-hmm. loving. With the with the vegan condoms that we sell. We uh Glide, Lilo. Oh, okay. Um yeah. So yeah, there's different yeah. brands. So, yeah, yeah. Different brands that come in sizes. You know, we have standard, we have maxi, we have slim goody. 
Oh, a slim goodie. Okay. Yeah, you so know, kind of long, but, but kind of slim. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So when we have people who are shopping for these products and for, mm-hmm. you know, really wanting to, to try some new things, but they're kind of shy about it. Like, is there anything that you would recommend for beginners to try out with your products lines and, you know, just see what they like and what they don't like? Well, I mean, you can all, people can always come and do like a free consult with me if they're just trying to figure it out or they can do a longer, you know, half hour, hour consult and I can walk them through it. But, you know, the first question I always ask is what kind of sex are you having? Mm. Are you having sex? You know, are you a vulva owner? Are you a penis owner? Sure. (laughs) Are you having sex with a penis or a vulva? Uh, Are you having sex just with yourself? Are you having vaginal sex, oral sex or anal sex? Are you looking for G-spot simulation? Do you know where your G-spot is? So I have to ask all these questions so that I can then steer them in the right direction because we have, you know, lots and lots of things. So if it's a vulva owner and it's, you know, and a, and a beginner, and let's say she just wants to explore on her own, um, then I always recommend like a small bullet, mm-hmm. you know, to, to start with, you know, to understand how her clitoris is and maybe one that, you know, not so small, but maybe small enough that she could possibly insert it just a little bit to see if she it, it likes a little internal stimulation because some women do not enjoy internal stimulation with anything other than, than a penis yeah, or, or a finger. So you may not want to get, you know, an insertable vibrator or dildo until you know, but taking the time to explore yourself. We have great books. I have over a hundred books on my site, books on masturbation, books on sex positions, books on relationships, um, monogamy and ethical non-monogamy, um, BDSM. So always like, you know, if you're not familiar with your body and we do have a book for teens and young adults, get a book and start there and learn about your body. You know, for women, you know, if you've never squatted over a mirror, mm-hmm. squat over a mirror with nothing on and look at yourself and get a better understanding of your anatomy. And if you take the time to masturbate and learn how to pressure yourself, you then will be able to tell your partner how to pleasure you. And the same is true for men or young men, you know, you know, learning how to pleasure themselves. And if you're partnered and you're new with your partner, ask your partner, mm-hmm. what do you enjoy? How do you like to be pleasured? You know, maybe I, should, maybe I could watch you touch yourself so I can see what you enjoy so that I can mimic how you touch yourself. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like if you got to, you know, when you first get married or you have a husband or a boyfriend you've been dating for some time and things are serious and you realize that you realize that his mother's sweet potato pie is his favorite pie in the whole world. The best thing to do is ask her, how do I make this pie mm-hmm. <laughs> for my man, yeah. your son? You see, so exploring yourself and figuring it out on your own. And then when you get it from, you can say, touch me like this. And this is what I enjoy. And then, but definitely ask them, what do you enjoy? Um, I was recently on a, it's not going to come out to the fall, but I was recently on a show on Bravo um, to do my sex goddess thing with these uh, couples. And I was at their annual retreat and they had, there were eight couples and a single woman married between 25 days and 25 years. Oh, wow. That's a big And yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
when I I asked the couples how many of them had ever asked their partners what kind of sex they enjoyed, no one had ever asked their partner, even the couple that had been together for 25 years. Yeah. And I'm like, but why are you not asking what kind of sex you enjoy for the to the person that you've chosen mm-hmm. to love? Because love is a decision, you know? I'm like, don't don't you want to know? <laughs> yes, and that's there's so many unrealistic expectations. And so there's such a stigma around actually asking, what pleasures you? What do you think feels good? Um, And then there are so many women who have been so shamed for masturbation that they don't even know where to start. And so what Mm. I would like to do is I would like to take a really quick commercial break. And then when we come back from break, I want us to talk to the women out there who have been shamed for masturbation and what things can they do to start that process of discovering themselves in a healthy manner. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Not quite ready for sex therapy, but you still have questions about sex, relationships, intimacy, and communication? Join us every first Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on SDC.com for a free hour and a half of sex question and answers. We talk about all things sex, intimacy, communication, and relationships. Not part of SDC? That's okay. Go to our website, evolveyourintimacy.com, click on the fun tab, go to the dating site, and join it for free on us. All right. Welcome back, guys. This is the Evolve Your Intimacy podcast, and I am Stephanie from Evolve Your Intimacy, and we are talking with Ms. Taylor Sparks, sex goddess, erotic educator, and the founder of Organic Lovin'. We, before the break, we were talking about feeling and understanding and loving yourself so you can tell your partner. And I posed the question, how do you start that? Because there's so much shame and stigma around masturbation for women, for men. I mean, I know that for me, and I'm from Central or from East Texas, I had to go to classes at the church if we thought about masturbating and we had to learn about how bad it was. So there was a huge shame and stigma around oh, wow. that. And I know that there's lots of ladies who have been shamed by their parents or, you know, loved ones and lots of men as well. So what, Taylor, take it away. What can we do to help women explore their bodies and men explore their bodies? People explore their bodies. People explore their bodies. I think the first thing to do is to question where you got your information and why have you accepted that information as fact, right? Mm -hmm. Where did you get your messages about sex and sexuality? Were they verbal messages? Were they in pictures? Were they in school? And why have you accepted that as that is the only way that it can be done? Um, Second is to look at stereotypes, right? Um, Especially for women. Mm -hmm. White women have the the whore and the Madonna, right? And uh, black women have four stereotypes oh, hell, that what? we that we have been you know p- passed through through slavery. So similar to the horror and the Madonna, but we have uh, for black women we have the Jezebel, right? Which is kind of like the whore, right? She's gonna steal your man. She's gonna fuck anything and everybody. Uh, we have the Mammy, um, which is kind of like the Madonna, but but instead of being um, you know virginal, she is. Um, usually big, unkept, takes care of everybody except herself. 
Um, we have the, um, we, said we have the Jezebel, the Mammy. We have the Sapphire, which is the sassy black woman who's like always who you think you're talking to and her head and neck rolling and all that. And of course we have the angry black woman. Okay. <laughs> you know, we have the angry black woman. You know, we always pissed off. We don't need a man. We can do everything for ourselves. So, you know, we are still living with some of those stereotypes, um, you know, through, through history. Mm-hmm. So there is something called epigenetics and it's gotten more and more popular, which is, the study of the genes that sit on top of our genes, it doesn't change the structure of the DNA, but it helps kind of flip a switch off or on for things in, in, um, in, in our body. And it's, it's affected by our environment. And so us women, we're born with all the eggs we're ever going to have, mm-hmm. right, from day one. And men are constantly producing new sperm every X amount of days. But depending on how you're mother, your mother's mother, your mother's 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 mother. So far, it's been traced back, I think, seven generations, right? Depending on how they felt about sex, the sexual relationships that they had, if they were good or bad or indifferent, that was that thought process and that stress, good or bad, is passed down to you genetically. So some of the ways that we feel about our bodies and some of the ways we feel about sex and sexual relationships have been genetically passed down to us and we have accepted, well, this is just how I feel. Mm -hmm. So the first thing to do is question, where did you get your messages? And then look for alternative answers. (laughs) Look for truth, I feel like. Your, well, your truth, right? Because everybody's truth is going to be different, different. right? But don't accept that just because you discovered that this is the way that your mother said, listen, don't suck a dick because it's nasty. Right. And you're like, well, but I saw him wash it. Yeah. <laughs> we took a shower together. It's not, it's clean. I, I smelled it. I smell some soap. I, I, I tasted a little tiny bit. Wash that soap off. I tasted a little tiny bit. It's not nasty. <laughs> she said I Use organic it. soap. It's, it's, it's not nasty, but our moms told us because their moms told them and their mother's mothers told them yeah, that only whores did that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to have sex, you, you, it only has to be in the bedroom and you have to have a shower first. And, you know, and it's like, who, who said and what will happen if you don't? So question everything, question all of the messages that you have received and then Try something that feels good to you. Listen to your body. If it feels good to you and you are with another consenting adult, it's good. Yeah. And I love how you said it has been traced back for so many generations. But the beautiful thing is you get to rewrite your story just because it was passed down to you. Doesn't mean you have to continue that, that lineage or that verbiage. You can change your story. And I don't feel like many people are given that permission. Yes. To, to, and I'm giving you permission. I'm sure Taylor's giving you permission. We're saying. I'm giving it to you. Do it. Ask. That's why we have to, we have to question everything. Yeah rewrite all of those faulty core beliefs, question them. Why do you feel that way? And Mm -hmm. what can you do differently? 
Yeah. And I mean, do it and enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not to do it and feel guilty doing it. You really, your body will tell you if this is good or not good. Mm-hmm. Not, not your mind. Don't listen to your head. Like, oh my God, you know, my mother said, well, first of all, your mother's not in the bedroom with you and your partner. Okay. And if she so, is, that's a mom- whole different conversation we should. And if she is, don't, don't get me started. And if she is a whole different conversation, but this is you and your partner and or partners as consenting adults. And, and if you are religious in religion, in most all religions, as far as I know, I haven't studied them all, but most every religion, if you're married, it says that the marital bed, bed cannot be spoiled. So do what the hell you want mm-hmm. with your partner, you know, because you have chosen to love them. So do what the hell you want. It's okay. (laughs) Totally okay. And what your body will tell you. So get out of your head, get into your body and go, does that feel good to me? Not thinking it. How does it feel to you? It'll tell you. It will tell you. And so even with basic masturbation or basic just touching yourself, there's so much more to your vulva than just the clitoris there. Yes. I mean, it's the clitoris is huge. Don't get me wrong. And actually it's a lot bigger than what you think it is, but it's got legs, it's got, legs, <laughs> it's got bulbs. It's wonderful. It's actually a beautiful thing, but there's so much more and there's so many great feelings to experience. And so even if it's using your fingers or if we're mm-hmm. using a silver bullet, or I don't know if the silver, I don't know why silver bullet, maybe it's because. Yeah, because apparently it's your favorite. <laughs> I don't know, here we come. But maybe a bullet or something that makes you try the different sensations and the different feelings. Yeah. Yes. And yes, so yes, yes. which, what kind of lube would you suggest for off of your product line for masturbation or just, I guess, starting off with it, with just starting off playing with ourselves? Yeah, well, you know, the thing about the thing about lube, um, it does go back into what kind of sex are you having, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're talking masturbation, um, you know, water-based lubes are a little thinner, right? Um, I prefer an aloe vera, a lube with some aloe in it because it's it has a little weight and it lasts a little longer. Okay. Um, but also my I guess my number one favorite would be the oil-based lubes right? Coconut oil-based lubes, um, because they have a lot of slip and slide and they last a real, a really long time. I really do love, um, all the, the, uh, coconut oil-based lubes that, that exist. So we have some that, um, have, that are mixed with like water. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, you can squeeze them out of a tube. And then we have some that are like a, almost solid, like a, like, like when you buy coconut mm-hmm. oil, but it just melts very quickly on, at, at body temperature. So, um, so aloe vera is my most favorite one um, because of the weight and, and it does have, it does last a little longer than water. And then, um, and then oil-based because it's really slippery sliding. So I really lace like that. Oil-based lubes, of course, you cannot use with latex condoms because the latex, uh, the oil will deteriorate that rubber in three strokes. It's like one, <laughs> two, and it goes pop, pop goes the condom. Hmm. And well, we don't need that unless you want that. So the vegan condoms is, are they oil-based safe? No, they are, they are, uh, they are 
a latex. They're just, okay. they grow. That was the one part I forgot to say. They are a, they come from a natural, sustainable rubber tree <laughs> okay. grown without chemicals. Okay. So yeah, so they are, they are not, they are not. One, oh, well, that's good to know. So I get, uh, this is just a random question that just popped into my head. Would you say that there's benefits of using organic intimate body products versus um, like the chemical based? I mean, I know that there's benefits, but is there any medicinal or healing qualities or is it just feel good? Well, well it's um, so things that should not be in the vagina <laughs> or the anus. Let's start with those, yeah. right? So we talked about glycerin, sucrose mm-hmm. and glucose, derivatives of sugar, because uh, for some women it will trigger yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, propylene glycol is um, another item that you will find in a lot of standard lubricants. Um, propylene glycol is the cousin to antifreeze. It's not antifreeze, but it's the cousin to antifreeze. And you will find it in most every other product, uh, so many products in the market, because its main purpose is that it makes wet things slippery. Okay. So you'll find it in facial cream and hair care products, and you'll find it in dog food and toothpaste. And But when you put propylene glycol in the vagina, it's really drying to the vaginal tissue. And when the vagina gets dry and there's a stroking going on, you end up with little micro tears. Mm-hmm. Now your body is susceptible to everything you've been trying to keep out. Yeah. Because now it's open to the inside. So propylene glycol, uh, phenyl ethanol is an alcohol, also very high, should not be um, in in the vagina. The mitochondria is a silicone. And some people are very like, they really like silicone loose because they like the feeling of it, but it is plastic and plastic should not be in the vagina because the vagina absorbs 100% of what you put in it. Mm. So I do not sell silicone loose. So there are, and I could go on, there's like another nine or 10 different ingredients. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you can get that list of 10 things that not should not be in your vagina on my organicloving.com site. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many things. So it's important to look at the ingredients for anything you're going to put on your honor, mm-hmm. especially in your body. And if in my, the basic thing for me is like, if you can't read it, you don't need it. If you can't pronounce if you, it. If you can't pronounce it, denounce it. Yeah. <laughs> Not unless it's in Latin, you know, for essential oils. Anything that says fragrance, do not use. Okay. Do not use. So it is just knowing what's going into the body because in the vagina and the anus, 100% is absorbed into the bloodstream. Um, and they're just chemicals you do not use. Anything that has a paraben, methyl par, anything that ends in paraben, mm-hmm. never use. They have been linked to so many different types of cancer, breast cancer, cervical cancer, skin cancer, just Leave parabens alone. (laughs) Yeah. So anything with a paraben is definitely not um, good. So yeah, so the health benefits of using something organic or using something without chemicals, of course, is not having chemicals in the body because we cannot necessarily control what's in the air. We cannot necessarily control uh, what's in some foods and and what's in our water, but you can control what you put on and in your body. Mm -hmm. Um, So things like Aloe vera, aloe vera, uh, coconut oil, extremely healing to the vaginal tissue, to the skin. Aloe vera has been used for thousands and thousands of years for burns and cuts and this and that. Um, coconut oil also. 
um, very moisturizing uh, for the skin. So good for anal sex, good for, good for um, vaginal sex as well. Um, coconut oil, aloe vera. And of course, I think we were going to talk about, you know, the newest trend with the CBD yes, and, and, and the THC uh, lubricants and arousal. Um, so uh, let's jump you know, right in that. I'm ready. Yeah, let's jump right in. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you, you, THC lubricants, you know, using marijuana, remember 100% absorbed into, mm-hmm. into the um, bloodstream. If you use a THC lube, which you can only get by having a medical marijuana card in places like California, ooh, I think California, I think possibly New York, but definitely Colorado. Um, I think those are the only three states that are selling it now, not unless you're like places like Canada would have it. Um, but yeah, it will get you somewhat high because it's it's psychoactive, right? It will get you somewhat high if you put THC lubricant in your vagina mm-hmm. because 100% of what you put it's in the bloodstream. Not the best way to get high, but it, it well, does. Does it pass the uh, blood-brain barrier though? Yeah. Okay. It, it will get you a little high. It will get you a lot high, but It'll, you'll feel it. You'll, you'll, you'll feel it. Yeah. Your vagina will be high, so to speak. <laughs> but the CBD lubricants, the CBD, the cannabis is, you know, the cousin to the, you know, marijuana plant without the THC in it. Legally, you know, the CBD that comes from the marijuana plant is as opposed to the CBD that comes from the hemp plant has to have 0.3% THC or less so that you know, you don't have this reaction of getting high, if if you will. But CBD is not psychoactive. So CBD is known for being an anti-inflammatory, right? Because the vagina does take a beating, right? An anti-inflammatory. <laughs> it does help with pain. It's also good for anxiety. Um, CBD comes in both sativa, just like your marijuana and indica, also known as in the couch. So using a a CBD arousal oil, it acts as a uh, or is a vasodilator. It opens up the blood vessels, bringing more blood to um, the vagina area, the clitoral area, and thereby making you more sensitive and, and intensifying your orgasm. So CBD lube is like the best. Uh, one of the forerunners of CBD lube is Foria. They started with THC in California. Um, I can't, I'm in, I'm in Florida. They were in California. Um, Foria Intimacy Products is amazing. I carry their CBD lube, their CBD arousal oil, their CBD salts. Um, and they also make suppositories. Really? They also make suppositories. So then you doesn't have to worry about it, you know, getting past the liver and the other barriers. Um, by putting suppository right into either the anus or suppository right into the vagina, um, which has been helpful for some women when they have cramps mm. to use a CBD suppository as opposed to taking it internally or or uh, yeah, or smoking it is, is sure. another way. Because you can also smoke CBD flowers and then there's tinctures and gummies as well, which you could also use um, to help with anxiety, you know, and to help you unwind after a long day of work to help you kind of get in the mood, you know, for, for a a good time, especially if you have a stressful job. And the last couple of years has been so stressful. It doesn't matter where you work. Everybody's stressed. 
Yeah, it's and you know, first COVID, you know, the the COVID, the pandemic, the lockdown, the unlockdown, the mask, the vaccines, and you know, and now inflation. You're like really, seriously. So if you don't want to get high, but you could, you would like to be able to unwind the same benefits of having marijuana you can get from CBD lubricant and, and using it to rest masturbation is amazing. You can use the oil because it's just you and you can use it with any toys, whether it's silicone toys or glass toys or whatever toy you have. Um, the lubes work great with the toys and, um, and even some of the tinctures. So I would, have some CBD lube and a little glass of wine <laughs> or a cup of tea, <laughs> CBD tea, and unwind yourself. Um, you know, I think that we don't give our get enough sleep. And I'm, you know, as a business owner, I'm one of those people. We don't get enough sleep. We don't take enough time for ourselves. And as I mentioned at the beginning, you know, sex is really, really healing. Mm-hmm. And um, some sex before bed, some sex before work would brighten your day and help you sleep better. And, um, and it really will de-stress you and stress kills. I, I used to teach a course uh, for managers and one of the segments on um, the management leadership course was about stress and how many ailments we get from it. So I encourage people like, if you could have an orgasm every day, even if it's with, with yourself, you will feel better do it. (laughs) Well, I am learning so much about safe products and I hope our listeners are as well. And just, uh, there's so much to learn here, but we need to take a short commercial break and we'll be right back with Taylor. And we're going to come back and we're going to, we're going to start talking about the importance of sexual communication after this break. Do you want to be on a ship with over 6,000 wild naked friends? Dropping anchor in exotic countries, exploring all the sexiness the world has to offer. Come join Stephanie and I on the next Bliss Cruise, where you can attend one of our world-renowned play shops, swim nude in the crystal blue pools, or enjoy one of the many theme nights and clubs the ship has to offer. Come join us at EvolveYourIntimacy.com slash cruises. And we are back, and this is the Evolve Your Intimacy podcast, and I am Stephanie from Evolve Your Intimacy. We're talking with Miss Taylor Sparks, erotic educator, sex goddess, and organic love and founder, and we're going to start our conversation about the importance of sexual communication. So, Miss Taylor, we all know how important communication is, but many people may or may not be familiar with the importance of sexual com- communication in relationships or during intimacy. So kind of walk us through what are some of the ways that we can effectively communicate and set boundaries to what make sure we're all enjoying and it's all satisfying for everybody. The easiest thing is use your words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Use your words. Um, we, we just kind of talked about people not asking their partners what kind of sex they enjoy. And you know, the best thing about being at the top of the food chain as humans is we have choice, mm-hmm. right? Unlike animals who only function on instinct, you know, so the mating, I would talk about the mating of the wildebeest. It's June or whatever month they mate, right? If you don't get this pussy in June, you got to wait till next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if so if you want to enjoy pleasure, if you want to pleasure your partner, just, just ask. And, you know, I always say, don't ask in bed, Mm -hmm. right? Don't be like, is this right? You know, or if they're not doing something right, don't, don't tell them in bed, 
over a cup of coffee over breakfast. You know, mm-hmm. the car is my favorite place because nobody can get out. <laughs> so I don't want to have this conversation with you. You know, you drive me out the freeway 75 miles. And I was like, so. <laughs> so if it's something that you want that your partner is not doing, I suggest that you first start off with what they're doing well. Mm. So you're like, so babe, you know, when you do that thing <laughs> that I like so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I really love it when you do this and this and this, because, you know, what, what, what partner doesn't want to please their partner. Right. Right. And they're like, yeah. Like, oh my God, that just turns me on. I love that so much. They go, okay, I'll do that more. Like, and then you go, and you know what else I would like to share with you or to experience or explore with you or for you to do to me. And then you tell them, Mm -hmm. I would like it if you did that and that in that because they're already excited that you, that you love this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, I would really love it if you did that, that, and that I would, I, you know, I want to try that. If it's something you guys have never done in your, you know, somewhat, you know, maybe you want to try wax play or spanking. I, mm. I teach a class on spanking, erotic spanking, actually. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm, I love that class. Oh my God. <laughs> that class turned me on so much. Mm-hmm. That dominated me. Um, I can well, tell. Wanna, <laughs> I know. Maybe you want to try spanking or anal or hair pulling or biting. Biting is something else I enjoy very much. But, and so mention first what you enjoy mm-hmm. and then say, this is something I want to explore with you. My love, my partner, love of my life, mm-hmm. my hunk of hunk of burning yum, whatever you call your partner, right? And so, but most of our partners love us and they really do want to please us. And you will feel so much better if you don't tell the story to yourself, mm-hmm. like my partner's so conservative, they'll never do that. I just know. Because especially if we've been with our partners three, four, five, six, seven years, eight, 10 years, they're like, no, if I bring that up, they're going to think something's wrong with me. They were raised in a Catholic church, Jewish mosque, you know, it, Name it. And I'm just going to say, don't think for your partners. Don't think for them. Ask the questions. Ask the Don't think for them. Don't tell the story to yourself. I know that they'll just, they'll just never go. They'll, they'll leave me. They'll divorce me if they find out that I, I, I paint my toenails when they're not home. You know, if yeah. it's a guy, you know, I try on their stockings if it's a guy. And I'm like, Most partners love us. And if you have an honest conversation with them and tell them your deepest desires, most partners will be supportive. Mm. Now, what's going to happen if they don't? What's going to happen if they go, so we can't be together anymore because that thing you do, that thing you like is beyond my ability to cope, my, I can't fathom it, my religion, I just, we Mm -hmm. can't. Then it's probably somebody that you weren't aligned with. Yeah. Ever. So, you know, there's compromise for some things because sometimes we marry somebody whose sex drive is 99 and ours is 32. (laughs) And like, how do we meet somewhere in the middle? 
And sex doesn't always have to be exactly the same. It doesn't always have to be a three hour, you know. Yep. You know, you're like, okay, Mondays we have quickies, Tuesday we have, you know, so Monday's like the appetizer quickie and we take a break on Tuesday, Wednesday we'll have like the appetizer and the full meal, right? Uh So we'll have, we'll have the foreplay and then sex. And then on Saturday night, when the kids are at our mom's, We'll have a three-hour session. We're going to have the appetizer. We're going to have the full meal. We're going to have the fucking dessert. We're going to have two bottles of wine. And this is tagada, tagada, until we wake up on the floor like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. So there's there's But what? Look for places that you are aligned with your partner instead of looking for where you are not aligned. Mm -hmm. Focus on the good that's happening between you guys. And then you could compromise the things that you are not aligned upon. So I think sometimes more so in monogamous relationships, because I'm ethically non-monogamous, we tend to, if one or two things are not right, we tend to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, yeah. You know, as opposed to like, listen, these five things are good. Mm -hmm. So these are the two things we'll compromise on, or we just want to do those two things together. Yeah. But let's focus on what's good and stay and stay in the relationship and focus on the good parts. So, mm, so beautiful. And you've said a few things. Um, and I, I know that you teach a course called aligning with your inner sexual, your inner sex goddess, aligning with your inner sex that's, goddess. Yeah, that's happening right now. That that started, um, it's an eight week course. It started on Thursday. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it started last Thursday. So this Thursday is the second, uh, we're, we're on the, uh, your headspace module. And so I was like, I like it. Oh my God. On the, pull up my paperwork. On the uh, headspace mo- module, we talk about um, the first part of it we did last week was we did a disc assessment for everybody. And that was like, who do you think you are anyway? And we focus on how you act, react, and interact with others. So it helps you learn to communicate better with your partners, with your kids, with, with everybody, but have a better understanding of who you are at the core and how you present yourself to the world. Do you feel and like everybody can look within or every, every person has the ability to look in and embrace what, I mean, their inner sex goddess is, does everybody have one? Yeah. I mean, any, this is, so this course is for the, for women who want to explore and be more sexually open. Mm-hmm. This is not for the woman is like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not sucking your dick and I don't care what she says. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not for that. This is the woman that's like, I want to be better. I want to be more open. I want to learn more about myself, my body. I want to learn to communicate more. I want to learn to um, let go of stereotypes and let go of um, stigma and shame. Um, I want to be more healthy, holistically from head to toe. I have uh, one of my guests that are, that's part of the course um, is a um, holistic practitioner. And one of the homework assignments is to actually get your blood work done. Mm-hmm. And she will go through what's going on with your body head to toe by because of your blood work. This is part of the course. Wow. And yeah. And, um, and then we, of course, we talk about the care and feeding of your yoni when we get to the womb space and going through some of the things I talked about what goes in the vagina, what Mm -hmm. shouldn't go, all the chemicals you need to watch out for, how it affects your body, how it's affecting your 
um, your sex life, the food that you're eating, how that's affecting your sex life. You know, are you perimenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal? Are you, you know, are you in your twenties and, you know, and just I'm wet, wet, I'm whoppy wop, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I still need lube? Everybody needs lube. Everybody I don't care does. how wop you are. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's a whole course for that. And then um, even things like masturbation and um, self-commitment, you know, learning to say yes to yourself for the things that you want in life, you know, and giving yourself permission. And then once we get through all of that, um, I have another guest that's going to come on the lat, which is kind of a bonus to the uh, course is learning to give with gratitude mm. and learning to, you know, have gratitude for yourselves. Because once you have a more, a more focus on yourself and what pleases you, and learning how to set boundaries and how to say no and stop telling the story to yourself, you can be more giving mm-hmm. and have more gratitude for the things that make you feel good. You know, she does a she does a separate a course on her own called How to Give a BJ with a Heart Full of Gratitude. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it, it's like, and it literally is not for the women who are like, I'm not sucking your dick. Mm-hmm. I don't care, you know. This is for the women that are trying to release the shame and stigma, uh, stigmas regard uh, around um, oral sex and blowjobs and and giving a giving a blowjob to the to their male partner, their penis owner, right? That they love, mm-hmm. that they have children with, that's taking care of the house, that's working hard, that's protecting you, but yet you don't want to suck his dick. You know, so how do you get that gratitude and then teaching her partner how to receive the blowjob with a heart full of gratitude? It's like, get your hands off my head. Yes. Stop that shit you see on porn. Yeah. You know, <laughs> lay back and receive. Just relax. Just, just lay back and receive. You know, men, you know, I always say porn is not educational. It's, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, so yeah, so the course, so the course has already started for, so people, people already registered and were in the course, we're going through it, but, um, and I guess so we're finished in July. So by August, um, once it's all edited, I will be putting it up, um, so people to be able to see it on demand, they'll be able to purchase it on demand. So wonderful. You yeah, mentioned, yeah, yeah. uh, perimenopausal, menopausal, after menopause, 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 menopause. And that comes with (laughs) being in perimenopause and my hot flashes are killing me, but that's a different story. So there's a lot of people who think that as we get older, sex becomes less enjoyable or, I mean, if if we shouldn't be having it and all of that. No, no, no. I'm about to say, so what do you say Don't to those believe people? It. Don't listen. First of all, well, suge- for the for suggestion for the perimenopause or hot flashes, um, maca root. Okay. M-A-C-A, maca root. Um, it is in it is a root vegetable. It only grows high in the Andes in South America. Um, you can get it at Whole Foods, you can get it at Amazon. You don't want it mixed with anything. It is what's called an adaptogen. Okay. And what it does is it balances out your hormones for both men and women. Um, it helps with the hypothalamus, hypothalamus gland. It helps with the libido. It makes you juicy again. But more importantly, by balancing the hormones, it'll help with the hot flashes. And what do you mean take it by itself? You Meaning that don't buy a product that's maca root mixed with ashwagandha mixed with that, you know, okay. just get plain maca root 
on its own. Perfect. Um, there are things like ashwagandha and some other things that are helpful, but I most people I know that take maca root have been, it's been just really, really good. Um, the only people that, um, if you have had, check with your doctor, if you have had an estrogen-based cancer, mm-hmm. it should not bother you, but it, it, it's an estradiol. So it get, it kind of mimics estrogen a little bit. So this is this is what it, so that will help. Um, so check with your doctor regarding taking maca. And if your doctor doesn't know anything about maca, then find a holistic doctor that does. Don't just because all doctors don't know everything, so it's okay. But do some research on your own about the benefits of maca root. Um, another thing is flaxseed oil. Okay. Um, there's regular flaxseed. There's flaxseed oil that has the three, six, and nine omegas instead of a fish oil. You want the three, six, and nine omegas that come from flaxseed because that also will help you to balance out your hormones. And it also is an estradiol, right? So the body be like, oh, I have more estrogen. I don't need to have all these hot flashes and, you know, all, all this up and down with the hormones and the, the, you know, the need to feel like you want to, you know, kick the cat and shoot the dog. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You know, yes. we'll put the kids out all we'll put the kids out all night. Mm-hmm. So, and if you have teenagers while you're menopausal, you know, teenagers are the, you know, they they teenagers they they make you realize why some animals eat their young, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, like if I ate you at two, I wouldn't have had this problem. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, there are alternative measures out there. You don't have to have prescriptions to do your oh, research. Gosh, no. No, no, no. You do not have to. So flaxseed oil, exercise mm-hmm. also helps balance up the hormones and maca root. I would highly, highly recommend, but no, and it is not true for everyone that if you have perimenopausal, menopause and or postmenopause, that your vagina dries up. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Just check. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like you have to be partnered, literally have it with yourself. And um, go to organicloving.com. We've got all kinds of toys, external, internal. We have toys that do external and internal at the same time. I mean, there's no reason to not have an, or you will sleep, your skin. Your skin will glow. So much better. It'll glow. People are like, why are you so happy? You'd be like, stay out of my business. (laughs) (laughs) Then why, why I'm so happy? Let me give you this website. Oh, wait, we should do, um, we should give your your audience a discount code for the site. Yes, let's do that. Uh, how about something simple like Evolve One Five for fifteen percent off? Evolve One Five, and we'll have that All in right. the show notes as well. Thank you so much okay. for that. Yeah, they'll get fifteen percent off. And- All right, we'll definitely check that out. <laughs> well, thank you again, and I will talk to you soon. All right, thank you, love. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to our show. We are Stephanie and Fox with Evolve Your Intimacy. And remember, you're not in this alone, and we are here to help. You can check us out at EvolveYourIntimacy.com. And if you subscribe to our newsletter, you will receive free resources monthly to help evolve your intimacy. Have a good night. Have a good one.